Hello. If you're able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Take another deep breath in. And another breath out. You can open your eyes now. My name is David. And welcome to Mindful Moments. How are you today? I hope you're well. I ask, not because I think I'll get an answer, because obviously that's impossible, but because sometimes we just need to be asked, don't we? Because of how busy and hectic our lives are, I feel we don't often get the opportunity to really reflect on the real answer to that question, how am I doing? So it's my hope that in asking, I provide a moment for reflection And if the answer isn't favourable, I hope it's slightly better by the end of this episode. The question, how are you doing, has been heavy on my mind this week. Not so much for myself, but for my friends and my loved ones, the people I care about. I was talking to someone I care very much about and I asked them how they were doing. They thanked me for asking and said, because of how I am, people don't often ask, how I am. And I feel like that's a statement that a lot of people can relate to. When you're the kind of person who is used to getting things done, to get your head down and taking care of what needs to be taken care of, when you're the kind of person who's used to taking care of other people and being there for other people and making sure that you are a rock and the stable person for the people around you, very often that kind of person doesn't get asked how they're doing very regularly. People tend to assume, of course, that person is doing fine because from the outside in, they're very functional. That's something that can happen to anyone. You don't have to be that kind of person for that to be the case. But generally, it can be very easy to go a long while and feel like no one's asked you how you're really doing. And it can be very easy to go a long while and not ask anyone how they're really doing. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about checking up on our friends on our loved ones, checking on our people. How do we make sure we're doing it enough? How do we make sure that we're there for our friends enough? It's a really tough question, I feel, in today's world with the amount that everybody's got on their plate. I mean, let's be honest, last week's episode was called Adult Life is Overwhelming. And that was very much resonated with by a lot of people. We are all busy. We all have a lot going on. So how can we make sure that we check on each other at the same time? It's something that I struggle with constantly. I want to be there for my friends all the time, but I constantly feel like I'm not present enough or I'm not there enough. So I really want to talk about that today. I want to talk about those feelings, how I navigate them, how I try to be there for people and how I try to let people be there for me too. We live in an age of real connection, real connection. 
I don't know what kind of person you are. There are many ways to connect to, to, to talk to another person, to talk to your friends. There are loads of ways. You can pick one. Some people are texters. Some people are long message people. Some people are voice note people. By the way, if you're the kind of person who sends voice notes that are over 10 minutes long, or the kind of person who sends 10 voice notes that are over three minutes long, you have to be okay with someone taking a long time to answer because that's a lot to get through. That's basically a podcast. There are the kind of people who will send you memes and send you pictures of videos on whatever app of your choice to make sure that there's proof of life. Now, people who are callers, you have people who are FaceTimers. Me specifically, I am very good with iMessage. WhatsApp, the only issue with WhatsApp for me is that when you open the app, the red notification goes, no matter how many messages you haven't read. So I quite often find myself thinking that I've replied to everything and I haven't. But I'm working on improving that, don't worry. And I enjoy a phone call. I really do enjoy a phone call. I feel like that for me is my ideal method of communication. If it's not face-to-face, of course. I like to just have a conversation on the phone or have a FaceTime. That's my, that's my preferred way of communication. But there are loads of ways to communicate with people, more than ever. You can even write a letter if you really feel like it. Yeah, I feel like it's very easy to go a while without talking to someone. And I feel that that is because we tend to see each other very often without directly contacting each other. I have very few friends who I can expect to go a couple of weeks without seeing their activity online. Even if they're not necessarily posting stories or posting pictures, I will see the things that they've liked or I will see the things that they're interacting with. And because we're constantly showing up to other people and other people are constantly showing up to us, it can be very easy to assume that we know what's going on or that things must be okay. Things must just be fine. I'm thinking about it now and I think I do that very regularly. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that's perfectly natural. That's perfectly normal. The way our brains think. It would be impossible to question absolutely everything that we see all the time. To see someone post a story of them on holiday and think, are they really enjoying that holiday? It doesn't really make sense to do that. It would be far too exhausting. There's a reason our brains don't work that way. We tend to accept most of the things that we see that people tell us as fact. There's nothing wrong with that. But I, more than anyone, know that there can be a very big distance between what someone shows and what someone feels when it comes to social media, but off it as well. Everybody has their internal world. And it is eminently possible, more possible than anyone thinks until you're in that position, for your internal world to be in chaos and to look completely at peace to the outward world. Even as I say this, I say it in hope that that's not the case for anyone who's close to me or anyone I care about or anyone I love. But the odds are that that's probably the case for someone around me or someone close to me. And it's hard to feel like I have all these ways of reaching people and we have all these ways of being connected, but we can't necessarily be 100% there for everybody all the time. The acceptance of that fact is key though. We can't be 100% there for everybody all the time. But that doesn't mean we can never truly be there for anyone. So really we shouldn't worry about it and we shouldn't really try. 
there's obviously a middle ground between the two of those things. What I am trying to do more of myself is make sure that the people who I love and the people I care about know that they can come to me for anything. It's something that's very easy to say, but it is still worth saying. It's very worth letting people know if you need to talk to me about anything, I'm here. And making sure that when we ask, how are you doing? We do it in a way that actually invites a real response. It's so easy when we see each other. And this is something that I've picked up on recently and that I really want to actually change. When I see someone, we greet each other. Hi, how are you? Oh, good, thanks. How are you? It's the immediate, yeah, good, thanks. And I feel like, oh, I've asked how they are, but I haven't asked in a way that we can have a real conversation about it. And of course, not every interaction can go that way. You don't always have time or it's not always the correct setting to really get into how someone's truly doing. But I'm trying to make sure that even the casual opportunities I get to check in with somebody, where I say, how are you doing? Everything okay? And they say, yes. Well, they say, yeah, good, thanks. How are you? As kind of a reflex. I'm trying to make sure I make more of those interactions and say, oh, good, happy to hear it. If there's anything, though, let me know. Just a couple of extra sentences to make sure that people know that I'm really, I'm really there. Of course, it goes both ways. I think of myself and I think of when people check on me and people ask me how I'm doing. And I think, how often do I really tell people how I'm doing? Of course, you're not going to tell every single person who inquires ever how you're doing. Sometimes it is better that I just deal with things by myself. Sometimes I don't want to make a big deal out of things. And I know that I'm capable of handling what's going on, even if my circumstances aren't currently perfect. One of the things I'm trying to do is be more honest in how I feel and to lean on the people I have around me. I feel one of the reasons I don't tend to do that is a bit of insecurity. I don't want to bother anyone. I don't want to be a bother to anyone. I know, however, that if someone I cared about, someone I loved came to me and said, David, I'm really going through it. Can we chat? There is no circumstance under which I would turn them away. And if that's the case for me, surely I should assume that's the case for the people who feel the same way about me. The people who love me are all too willing to listen to me and all too willing to be there for me. And truly, if I don't take advantage of that, then I'm not doing everything that I should to make sure that I'm being checked on. We are all so busy. We are all in a position where we have a lot of things to think about and a lot of things to take care of. But one of my responsibilities to myself is that rather than wait to be checked on and wait for everyone to really see behind the things I'm saying, to just communicate openly and honestly, and sometimes seek out help when I need it. I have many sources of help. I could go to many people and say, can we just talk? I just really need to get this off my chest. And so really, I need to make the most of that. I need to be understanding of the fact that everybody has a busy life. And sometimes if I want someone's attention, I have to ask for it. I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase, if you test someone and they don't know that they're being tested, they will fail every time. It's not really fair of me to say that the people who care about me never check on me and just sit there and wait for them to always check on me. Of course, I could communicate the feeling that, oh, I feel like you don't really check, check for me as much as you used to, or I feel like you don't really ask me how I am very often. If I say that to someone 
and then they don't change their behavior, I have every right to look for what I need elsewhere. But without giving them the chance, it's not really fair of me to put them in that position. And of course, every time I do go to my friends and say, I need to talk, they're always there for me. So I do need to take responsibility myself. And when it comes to me being a friend to other people, something I'm trying to do more of recently is when someone crosses my mind, I'll just message them. If someone crosses my mind, I think I haven't spoken to so-and-so in a while. Oh, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. Rather than let that be a thought, I try to turn that thought into action. I try to message and say, hey, was just thinking of you. Hope everything's going well. Or, hey, I saw you be doing X, Y, and Z recently. How's that been going for you? It doesn't necessarily have to be a deep conversation every time. But I know from a personal standpoint, just knowing that you're on someone's mind means a tremendous amount. If I'm going through it and someone messages me, and they message me about something completely different, but I know that I've been on their mind, that I've crossed their mind, that I'm important enough to them for them to reach out to me, sometimes that gives my spirits exactly the lift that it needs. It makes me think, okay, I'm important to somebody. And knowing that you're important to somebody makes your mood better no matter what kind of mood you're in already. So knowing that other people could do that for me, I really want to make sure that I'm making the most of my power to do that for other people, for the other people I care about. It's a real privilege to have people you care about and to have people care about you. And upkeeping and maintaining the quality of our relationships is actually a lot simpler sometimes than we make it. I don't think a lot of us expect the world of each other in everyone's life. I feel like it's pretty much the norm to have a few people that you expect a lot of, but of your general friends, I don't think we expect the world of each other, really. We all want a low maintenance friend, the kind of friend that you can go X amount of time, whatever amount of time, and you meet up again and it's all the same and it's like nothing's changed. We all want that low maintenance friend but low maintenance doesn't mean no maintenance. Even in the lowest maintenance relationships, we have a responsibility to show up and show that we care. And that doesn't have to be a big deal. It's not another thing on my to-do list. It's not, oh, I haven't checked on this person in this amount of time, now I'm in trouble. It's a joy, it's, it's a pleasure, it's something we get to do. Of all the things we get to do, staying connected and improving the lives of each other is one of the greatest privileges, one of the most wonderful things. And so it's something I really should always have time for. In the most fulfilling relationships, you know that you are being cared for and you act on the care that you have for the other party. And that's really something I'm trying to live up to, something I'm trying to enact when it comes to checking on the people that we love and making sure that, that, we know, that they know we care about them. I'm trying to make sure I'm doing the small things. I'm trying to make sure I'm showing up in the ways that I know that I can and the ways that will mean something. Knowing that someone is there for you and feeling their presence regularly creates stability. I want all my relationships to feel stable for the other party. I want all the people I care about and love to know that I have those feelings for them. I also try to make the most of all the interactions that I get naturally as well. If someone sends me a video, sends me a, 
sends me something they find funny, I'll reply all the time. I get this a lot on TikTok, actually. I'll get people send me TikToks and they'll send me maybe three or four, five, six, seven, up to 10 at once. I might not reply to them immediately, but I will reply to each of them specifically. No double taps. I will reply to everyone and tell them what I thought, which takes a little bit of time, but I need people to know I care. I care that thank you for sending me this. I'm glad that you thought of me. I appreciate it. Of course, that's my, one of my personal things. You can think of the equivalent as it applies to whatever, whatever relationship it is. But I think, yeah, making sure that I'm putting effort into my friends and putting effort into my relationships is one of the major things that I need to make sure I'm doing. And of course, finding the time to check on people. Because when the time comes, I'm going to want people to check on me too. Relationships are funny. Not just romantic, all, all of them. Relationships and maintaining relationships with people are funny. It's, it's, there's no perfect formula and every relationship is different. But one of the general things that I know for sure is that everybody needs a friend sometimes. Everybody needs someone they can talk to. And making sure that I can be that person for the people who would need me to be that person. And being grateful for the people who will be that person for me when I need them is hugely important to me. It's never a chore. It's not something on my to-do list as easier than I think. Those are the thoughts I need to hold on to. We should check on our friends. It's important. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a wonderful one.